Hey, this is Madeline. And I'm Abby. And you're listening to your Lucky You're Cute. Welcome to the show. Hi, guys. It's Abby. Um, this week, I'm doing a little solo episode since Madeline is in her island girl era in Hawaii. But don't worry. She'll be back next week. But I'm traveling post-grad right now, and I thought I'd just kind of fill you guys in on everything I've been thinking because something I really noticed, one of the biggest things really about post-grad life, and I know it's only been like two weeks, I know, but suddenly I have all this time and I realize there's so much that I simply can kind of push in deep inside and not think about too much and not stress about too much because simply just because I'm busy. I'm working, I'm going to school, I'm, you know, doing all this stuff. It prevents me from like really sitting with things and a lot of times discomfort. And so I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of an update on, yeah, what's been going on in my life, in my mind, because I think that transparency is really, really good. I know that a lot of times people, influencers, um, even Madeline and I, we try and speak a lot on the positive, you know, the growth, the, that kind of stuff. And it's really important, I think, to also be honest about the things that we're still trying to figure out or that we still struggle about, struggle with and are scared of and the mistakes that we make and stuff like that. Um, so I guess that's, what this is a little bit, um, you know, anyone who knows me will tell you that (laughs) the least shocking text you will ever get from me is I'm getting on a flight. I love traveling and I love traveling alone. My friends and my family know that I'm very independent. And I think to both people on social media and people in my actual close personal life, it seems like I'm just kind of a go-getter, which I am, but I think there's an assumption that it's like a, um, that I do it without fear, which is absolutely not the case. I mean, I'm scared of everything. (laughs) I think just something that I've learned and that's really honestly changed my life is the idea that to be successful, and I mean that in a million different ways. I don't just mean career-wise or financially or anything like that. I mean, to be successful in whatever you define as successful. For me, successful is just happiness and fulfillment. So for me, what I've discovered is in order to be successful, you don't need to learn to not be scared. You don't need to learn to live a life without fear because everyone's scared. Everyone's always going to be scared of something. You know, your whole life is just discovering one thing you're scared of, the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And I think it's actually kind of damaging to think of ourselves as not complete or not brave or not successful if we're not scared. You know, everyone's scared. But instead, to focus on being scared and doing things anyway. And being scared and not letting those things discourage you with whatever outcome, which what, with whatever way that scary thing goes. I think that 
is how you create a successful or happy life, at least for me. Um, so for example, I have never stayed in a hostel before. Um, it's something that I've always been interested in doing. I've loved the idea of it, like the idea of going, not spending that much money and placing yourself in a community of exactly the kind of people you want to meet when you're traveling. Other people who are traveling, who want to meet people who want new experiences. I think it's great. You don't have to look very far for the kind of people that you want to make friends with. And, you know, I've, to be honest, I've just, for one reason or another, I've never done it. I think a lot of it was fear, to be honest. I've always told myself it's something I wanted to do when I'm traveling with a friend or something and not do for the first time when I'm alone. But it's always been a dream of mine to go to Greece. It was next on my bucket list. And sorry, little update. I'm in London right now with my family. And I was like, you know what? I want to go to Greece. So I booked myself a six-day trip to Greece. And I booked myself a hostel alone. I'm I'm solo traveling it. (laughs) And last night when I was trying to fall asleep, by the way, I'm suffering from the worst jet lag. I've been in bed by 10 every night and I haven't fallen asleep till 6.30 a.m. And then I sleep like two hours. (laughs) So I'm struggling. Please bear with me. But when I was laying in bed last night, I felt so anxious about several things, but I started to really dread going to Greece and started to feel really anxious and about everything. I was like, wow, what if something goes horribly wrong? Like, what if someone stalks me or I have a real creep in my room? Or what if I don't know hostel etiquette and I don't, like, what if I need to lock my stuff and someone steals my stuff? Or what if, you know, all these things, what if people can tell I've never been in a hostel before? And what if no one talks to me? And what if everyone's with people? Like I had all these fears and sorry, let me correct myself. I have all these fears actively. (laughs) And I will have them tomorrow when I go and probably when I'm sleeping at night in that hostel. But, and here's the important part, I think. I'm going to do it anyways. I'm not going to feel bad about feeling scared or even, you know, really try to prevent myself from feeling scared. I'm going to acknowledge that I feel scared and do it anyways. That is how you actually get experiences. If you didn't do something every time you were scared, you would never do anything. I would never do anything. I'd stay at home all day and I wouldn't have had 99.9% of the great experiences I've had in my life. I was scared for half of those. So yeah, I want to be really open. I am very nervous to go stay in my hostel tomorrow. Um, But I'm going to do it anyways and I'm really proud of myself for that. And I think another really big benefit that you get from that is it's really empowering, you know, to feel scared, do it anyways, and be okay. Like it it teaches you that you're resilient, you're strong, you're brave. And that's like, you feel that deeply. I know I'm being so corny and (laughs) ask any of my friends, I say corny shit all the time. (laughs) Like if you can trust me with one thing, it's that I will always say the corniest thing ever. Um, But it's true. And yeah, I just, it really made me think about my relationship with fear and discomfort. And And don't get me wrong, they're really bad feelings. You know, when I was in bed, I was like 
so anxious. I really couldn't tell if I was not sleeping because it was because of the jet lag or because of the anxiety. Um, it's a horrible feeling. It truly is. But you can't let these fears stop you from doing things that you want to do. Like the only thing I'm more afraid of than the things I'm afraid of is regret. That's my worst nightmare. I don't want to be on my deathbed and regret not doing all these things when I was younger. And again, there are so many things on my list that I'm still afraid of and I'm still not doing because I'm afraid of. But my point is to make active efforts to do things anyways, even if it means starting out small. I just got my degree in psychology, which (laughs) if you listen regularly, you know that I dork out about this all the time. But for people who struggle with anxiety like I do, a lot of times... Um, especially phobias and stuff. A lot of times what psychologists will do is they will help you make what they call a hierarchy of fears. So you, let's say you're someone who's really, really scared of, I don't know, spiders. Like you're real, you have a phobia of spiders. What is that? Arachnophobia? Is that, did I just make that up? Is that a thing? What a psychologist will do with someone who has a fear of spiders is make this hierarchy of needs. So let's say, um, the first tier might be like a photo of spiders and then it gets a little bit a little bit more intense. Then maybe it's a video of spiders and then maybe it's like being in the same room as a spider. And what you do when you're a therapist with your clients who have these phobias is you tackle these things one at a time. You take baby steps. You start with the least scary and get a little more, the thing that's a little bit more scary and the thing that's the most scary at the very end. And I think about, I think life and the experiences we have and the experiences that we seek should be just like that, to be honest. I think every day you, you know, you take baby steps, you do something that maybe makes you a little bit nervous and then you, you do it, you tackle it, whether it went great or horrible, you do it. And then the next thing that makes you a little bit nervous and you, you, you get more and more brave. And I think that the braver you are when you do something, the more rewarding it is when you finish. And I also want to point out though, also sorry I'm off, if I'm all over the place. <laughs> like I said, I'm so sleep deprived. But I think one important caveat to this though is to try and do these scary things void of expectations. I think expectations are the killer of joy. I'm not saying it's not good to be positive about things. I Positive thinking is huge. Um, it genuinely makes a big difference in your life and your happiness. But to not think of things as a failure if they don't meet your expectations. For example, traveling, I think, is a big one that people are often like really discouraged. And I think people can actually like like become actually kind of depressed about these experiences. I think people sometimes go on vacation, including myself in the past, I've done this, I know from experience. You go on vacation and you're like, oh my God, this is gonna be the trip of my dreams. I'm gonna like you romanticize everything, everything about it. You know, I'm gonna meet the love of my life. I I don't know, I'm gonna meet this hot Greek boy and we're gonna fall in love and I'm gonna make the best friends ever. And like while those things are always possibilities and those would be great and it's so good to be hopeful, I think if you go into these experiences that you're a little bit afraid of with too high of expectations, too set of expectations. Nothing is ever perfect. And I think that's kind of the beauty of it. And when things inevitably are different, even just a little different, maybe maybe quite different, but different from your expectations, it can feel like really devastating. 
really devastating. It can feel like, wow, I was so excited for this and this is awful and nothing is ever good and nothing is ever as good as my expectations and life is bad. And like, you know, when really that's part of the reality of it and part of the fun of it. You know, when it comes to traveling in specific, things are going to go wrong and things are going to be so stressful at times. Like you miss the train, you miss the flight, you didn't, you, I don't know, you, you get in a fight with your friend, you get in a huge fight with your boyfriend, you don't end up making that great of friends, you spend most of the time alone, you don't, you go on a really bad date, you, you went all this way for this certain attraction that was closed. Like there are big letdowns that come with traveling and big stresses. A lot of traveling is stress (laughs) and it's hectic and it can feel like a big letdown if you have too high of expectations, too perfect of expectations. I think a lot of relief and freedom comes from kind of anticipating that, but feeling I don't excited about that isn't the right way to put it, but hopeful, feeling capable, I guess is the better way of putting it, feeling capable. For example, I know, I know for a I know for a fact, pretty much, that when I go to my hostel tomorrow, there's going to be parts of it that I I just didn't know about. I didn't anticipate. I didn't know. Like I've never been to a hostel, obviously, so I don't know exactly how everything works. I know I'm going to be learning as I go, and I know I'm going to be nervous walking in there. But it's going to be really great to learn the next time I'll know better, and also like. It's a story. When you think of everything as a story, God, my life got so much better. <laughs> if things go bad, if things, if something embarrassing happens, it's a story. Like it really is. Like, let's say I go to the hostel tomorrow and I eat it. I just eat it walking into that hostel and I fall on my face and I do it in front of everyone. I'm going to be horrified. Don't get me wrong. It's going to be horrifying. And I'm going to want to run out of there, leave Greece, leave Europe. But whether it's in a week from now, a month from now, 10 years from now, when I have kids, I'm going to get to tell that story. And like, these are all experiences, good or bad, that you can add to this grand list of things you experienced in life. And I think that that's super special. And when things happen to me that are either, and I don't mean bad as in like traumatic, that's an entirely different thing, but I mean bad as in embarrassing or disappointing or really, really stressful, you know, normal things. I I really just, (laughs) I think about the fact that it's going to be a really great story or a story at all. So I think that that's one thing I want to point out for, you know, not overcoming your fears, but facing them nonetheless, is to do so knowing that there will be imperfections. There might be imperfections, there might be difficulties, and that's all part of the fun. It honestly is. So that's my little spiel, guys. (laughs) That's just kind of what's been on my mind and I think it's part of the reason I was able to like finally fall asleep at like six in the morning last night, I guess this morning, is because I was like, wait, I am scared and I'm going to do it. And then in two days from now, I'm going to be out of that hostel and somewhere else and I'm going to be like, wow, I did it. It's over. Like it was cool or it wasn't cool or whatever. 
little life update. So like I said, I'm in London right now or a little bit outside of London, staying with my grandparents who I love and I don't see them very often because they're British. So it's been really nice to see them. I visited the University of Cambridge today and I had a discussion with an um, admissions counselor, which was great because I'm probably going to apply for a graduate program, which is so either a master's or a PhD there. I'm going to apply either this September or the following September, depending on how high I feel my chances are with the experience that I have. Then tomorrow I go to Greece. I'm in Athens for three nights and two days in the hostel. (laughs) And then I am going to a little Greek island called Corfu. And I'm staying there for three days and I'm staying in an Airbnb. I rented myself a car, which again, I'm scared about. I've never driven in Europe. I mean, I drove in France, actually, that's a lie. But I was like with a group of my friends. (laughs) I rented myself a car alone. I'm I'm just so nervous, but like, God, I'm so excited. And then coming back to London, I'm going to then jet off to Spain with my family. I'm going to meet my little sister there, which I'm so excited about because God, I, I miss that girl. My little sister and I are best, best friends. She lives in LA, which is like baller of her, but I don't see her nearly as much as I'd like to. And then Madeline and I are going on a little Tuscany road trip in July. So lots of exciting stuff coming up. I hope that everyone is having a great summer. Thank you guys for listening to my little life update slash solo episode slash rant. (laughs) Okay. Bye.